What do we do when we have some tea to spill on the podcast? Guess what we do? We spill the tea. Oh, yes, we spill it. Don't we, Amy? (laughs) What say you, Amy? (laughs) I love it so much. (laughs) That was Lexi. And that was Amy. And welcome back to another episode of Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome back. We're back. Episode two, bitches. Dose two. Count them two marshmallows. Count them two marshmallows. <laughs> I did that when I was dashing the other day, Lexi, because of you. I'm sorry. Right? It's contagious. I was. <laughs> SpongeBob like I don't even fucking your like brain. SpongeBob. I hate think... SpongeBob. I don't hate him, but yeah, no, he's not there because I love him. Okay. He's there because I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> I went to uh, Chili's and they sent me a stacked order. So she comes up and she asked me for the names. And I said, I have two orders. Count them two marshmallows. <laughs> and she She's goes, like, Oh. Okay. <laughs> She's like, You're one of the special ones. <laughs> like, damn right. <laughs> Sorry, Amy. Uh, I like to think that it doesn't transfer, but yeah. <laughs> you say it all the time, so. <laughs> yep. And now it's stuck, and now you have two marshmallows. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, we're back. Amy, how was your week? Hey. It was my birthday. It sure was. How'd it go? Yay! I am 33 now. Hey. She said 30, <laughs> flirty, and thriving. Mm. <laughs> and I had birthday sushi, which was great. I love birthday sushi. <laughs> I did not have birthday sushi. Dang it. Gonna chalk up that note for next year. No. <laughs> Clicks pin, takes notes. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Birthday sushi. <laughs> um, I also <laughs> You're like, like so you excited. <laughs> She's like <laughs> If you guys don't follow us on TikTok, you should. Just saying. <laughs> Especially oh, yeah. after yesterday. The shenanigans are really about to kick off over there. I just feel it in the water. (laughs) So, this is a callback to season two. I don't remember the episode, but I remember talking about it on pod. When I went to pick up a Burger King order, and the cops had somebody pulled over at the gas station next door, and (laughs) I'm a rubbernecking son of a bitch i can't help it i'm nosy i'm a nosy bitch so. <laughs> looking I like said, a meerkat what's going on over there <laughs> and then i look to the left of me and there's a guy sitting in passenger seat and he's got binoculars out <laughs> you're like shit Just looking. <laughs> and i was like that's an amazing idea. I need a pair of binoculars in my car because I'm in my car all the time and I'm always seeing things and I need binoculars. So I went home and I told the husband that I needed binoculars for my birthday. Well, guess what? 
It was my birthday. And guess what I got? <laughs> I got opera glasses. <laughs> they aren't just any binoculars. These are the fanciest fucking ones money can buy. <laughs> you guys, they are pink and gold-plated opera glasses. <laughs> and they're just as fabulous as they sound. They are just as extra as they sound. And if you're listening to us on your podcast directory, you can also go and find us on YouTube and watch mm-hmm. our episodes on YouTube and you can see these wonderful opera glasses. She They're looks beautiful like, and I love them. She looks like she walked right out of a steampunk movie. She's like <laughs> right next to Will Smith in Wild Wild West. She's like, yep, got my opera glasses. I'm ready. I do too. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I call them my fancy nosy bitch glasses. They definitely are fancy. <laughs> and 100% for uh, nosy bitch shit. <laughs> said exactly and I. what they're for. <laughs> What's going on over there? <laughs> it's fantastic. So, yes. I had a Your great husband birthday. did perfect. Yes, he gift. did. He loves me so much. I told him that I wanted fancy gla- fancy binoculars for my birthday, and he delivered. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, my um, goodness. Other than my birthday, I wanted to talk about something. <clears throat> Somebody tried to accuse me of stealing their food, Lexi. <laughs> Gotta love those. They're happening more often. So but we can get into that later. <laughs> mm. We're just gonna talk about this, okay? Look, there are things that really annoy me. Liars and thieves are definitely on the top of that list. Yup. And I'm a door dasher, Lexi also. We have been doing this as a source of income for, um, I'm on 11 months now, almost a year at this point. Yep, I'll be at two years come May. And we are just two moms trying to provide for their family, trying to pay our bills, trying to make sure that our kids are taken care of, especially during this time of COVID. I have over 1,100 deliveries under my belt at this time. And I have, I had a 4.99 customer rating. That's as close to five as you can get. Yep. I've never had any issues. Obviously, I'm good at doing it. And Mm -hmm. this freaking lady tried to say that I stole her food. It was Chili's. And it made me so mad. You know what made me so, like, the thing that pissed me off the most about it, Lexi, was the fact that she texted me. <laughs> like, I I always text to let people know that I'm on my way to be able, like, if it's taking a long time, I'll text them, you know, to let them know that it's taking a long time. But if it doesn't, I always text before I leave. So mm-hmm. that way, the, it's just, it's proof that I'm on my way and it opens communication for anything, you know, between a customer and me or something. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm on my way. And 
She had it marked as a hand to me, but also in the drop-off instructions said to leave it at the door, you know, to that they didn't want to do hand-off in person, which is fine. I mean, DoorDash is, you know, glitchy. A lot of people think that they have it set up as no contact, but it really says hand-to-customer. Yep. <laughs> So I didn't think anything of it, but when it is a hand to cu- hand to customer and they say that they want me to leave it at the door, I take a picture of it and I text it to them. So that way I also have a picture, right? Yep. The bitch got the picture. The bitch got the text saying that I was on my way. She got the text. She got the picture. She texts me after I leave. She says, thanks. Be safe healthy and blessed you know like a karen with the live laugh love bullshit yep (laughs) so and then half an hour later i get a freaking notification from doordash saying that somebody tried to say that i didn't deliver their chilies oh and it pissed me off so bad (laughs) i was like bitch like (laughs) you don't know me like i could be fucking crazy yo you know (laughs) i mean i'm a little crazy but not like in a maniacal way (laughs) right in a petty way it took everything everything in me to not go back to this girl's house (laughs) everything bitch i know where you live i've been to your house (laughs) I literally had to bring your food to you. You think I didn't need your address for that part? <laughs> yeah, no. You trust live me, I know that vibe. Across the street. Too well. Almost across the street from me. See, like, that's even I mean, I know she doesn't know where you live, but that's Right. That's reckless in a small this town. This is a small town. I live in a small town. You ain't yep. that bright, are you, sweetheart? <laughs> <laughs> It's not a small, I mean, it's not a big place. I don't live in a big city. I live in a small town, all right? It's bigger than the last town that I lived in, but it's still small. (laughs) (laughs) And it just really, really made me mad. It's fucking dumb. Here's the thing. Looking at it from their point of view, they're thinking, oh, free food. Mm Mm-hmm. But they're not thinking about what we have to go through so let us break it down for you guys as dashers we don't fucking matter to them we don't we're We're just we're just a driver yes because there are so many people so many people out there that are already dashing or there are many more people that could be you know so we're just we're just a face we're we're not an employee or anything luckily I have great ratings, and this is the first time that this has ever happened to me. But, say that it happens again, and again, and again, yep. again. It only takes I think you only strikes. get, like, so many. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you get more than three. You get, I, I know that there are people who are out there that have, like, five on, you know, five violations, and they're still Oh, yeah, violations. It's specific <laughs> about the food delivery. If they can't disprove right. that you're taking food, it was three. It might have changed over the last year, but um, yeah, I, I know that that I was a big thing on one of the groups we're in, that this guy had gotten deactivated. 
But, um, yeah, it, it, it will fuck with us and our ability to have an income here. Exactly. I mean, with COVID and everything going on right now, having kids that are home from school, there's only so much that moms can do for a source of income. Yep. So this is me being able to help provide for my family. And this fucking bitch across the street. Is trying to get in the way and she's trying to fuck with my family. <laughs> like, by a side, you know, like, if you're looking at it in another form. She's mm-hmm. just, like, free food. But yep. really, uh, she's not thinking about what's actually happening. <sighs> yeah, it just... I understand, also, as another point of view, that there are bad dashers. I get yeah. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's, there's I'm not every job, saying, though. yeah, I'm not saying don't report bad dashers. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying don't report good dashers to get free food. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So there are videos on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, pu- fucking everywhere of people telling you how you can con the app DoorDash to getting free food. I know. It has become an encouraged thing. And here's the thing. People don't often hear it from our side of things. If you are going to lie about your food, first off, I have photo evidence. I will dispute right? that claim and you will be removed from the platform. Not me. Don't try me, ho. <laughs> Well, All DoorDash will let them proof. order from it for so long before eventually they disable they have, them. They have either three major violations or I think it's like 15 minor violations. If like if they assault mm-hmm. a, uh, a Dasher or they they like um, are rude in text, they can get caught. If they lie about getting their food too many times, they will be removed from the platform. Right. Not that it's hard to make a new account, unfortunately, but... They will get removed from the platform. Right. So. Yeah, so I'm in no way saying that there aren't bad dashers because there are definitely bad dashers. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying don't report bad dashers. I'm just saying don't be a shitty fucking person. Yep. Period. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> yeah, of course there's going to be bad dashers. Oh my gosh, I can't even tell you how many times. There are. There are a lot of bad dashers. But that doesn't make it cool. No. (laughs) Don't lie about food for a free meal because, man, you're just taking meals out of other people's mouths. That's not cool. Right? So I went to Chili's the next day and the girl that handed me the fucking order, I told her, I was like, you know, I I said the name, but I'm not going to. Lucky. (laughs) count your fucking days ho so I was like you know that order for so and so and she goes yeah I handed you that order and I was like that bitch tried to say that I didn't deliver her her fucking food and she goes oh okay so we got problems (laughs) we got problems yes keep that fucking energy oh my god (laughs) she goes like let me find out (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm going to burn her dinner so rolls funny. next time. <laughs> she was like, we have, a, a, she, she said, I mean, we do have good dashers now, but we, it's been a while. You know, we've had some awful dashers. And she goes, and you, you're one of my favorites. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, okay, so same with bad customers. With bad dashers, they're going to get wheedled out. You know what I mean? Eventually, yep. they're going to get reported enough times that they can't dash anymore. And that's fine, so long as that's legitimate. If they're not being bad dashers right. and they're... That's, that's where I'm afraid, too. Like, legitimately, I'm not afraid of the customers themselves, but... Am am I going to be able to appeal this? Is DoorDash going to accept my appeal? You know, all of a sudden right? we have to like really double check ourselves even though we did nothing wrong. It's a mess. I told my husband that I need to get a freaking body cam. Right. At this point. I mean, like again, that's only if they accept it because they won't accept certain pictures if it's not clear enough. Like, bitch, you see her <laughs> grabbing the food. Don't tell me it's not clear enough. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's clear. <laughs> I mean, using it for multiple reasons, not just for that. Which, by the way, like, when I filled out the um, the form that they send you when people say that you didn't deliver their food or whatever, there was no place for me to put the picture. They didn't even ask if I had a picture. They just said, tell us your side. Yep. Um, always write down that you have a picture, even if they don't fucking ask. Shove it in their face. Yeah. And I, yeah. I messaged the girl, the lady and I messaged each other through the fucking app so they can see it because <laughs> I sent the picture through the app. <laughs> so but this is a bit of a callback. Um, do you remember when I had to go pick up from a McDonald's that was conjoined into a gas station? They were still open. But they had all their doors locked and stuff, and so, like, I tried to report that the store is closed, okay? Yeah. Support contacts me, and they're like, okay, well, we need proof that they're closed. Take a picture of the store door. And I'm like, uh, it doesn't say they closed until <laughs> 11, but, um, they're closed. Take a picture of you trying to pull on the door. So, <laughs> what they do when you say that, right, is they call, they contact the, 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 uh, Merchant, sorry, I had to remember the word. They contact the merchant to confirm that the store is closed. If they don't get an answer, you know, they assume that what you're saying is the truth. They answered and told this woman. Of course they did. They told this woman that they were still open. So the lady tells me that they said they're still open. So I go through the drive-thru. And I'm at the (laughs) speaker and nobody's responding. I'm like, hello, I'm here for a DoorDash order. And dude comes on the intercom and says, we're closed. Not enough people here. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, then can you cancel the order on your side? And he goes, we're closed, lady. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I again go through the whole (laughs) process in the app and I'm explaining what just happened over the intercom. And she calls the store again. They tell her they are open. Oh my god, I was ready to fucking fight over this stupid ass McDonald's order because they're like, you're like, fucking with I me. will come through this fucking window. <laughs> I'm gonna turn into the fucking chicken nugget, Karen, okay? <laughs> what the fuck? So, um, 
Like, it keeps going back and forth for another 20 minutes, and they say that they've got the lobby open, so I get out of my vehicle, I walk up, and I go to open the door. This girl runs up to me, makes sure the door is locked, and flips me off, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So I go back to my car. Oh, no. I tell support what happens, and the chick goes... Um, she starts talking about how the, the, the store is open and all this spiel all over again. I'm like, I'm unsigning the order. I was like, good luck. Cause I'm done with this. This has been a mess. Literally. It should have taken me two minutes and they're playing this stupid game and I don't want to play. I'm good. You know? Uh... So she starts going on about my acceptance rate going down and I'm like, you know what? I'm cool. Let it drop. I've called three times now. (laughs) Three. I've called three fucking times, yo. Like, it's not (laughs) like I just don't want to go and deal with these people. I'm legitimately trying to deliver this order, and they're just fucking with people. I'm good. (laughs) No. Oh, my gosh. Yep. No. Petty Lexi wanted to play that day. I was strong. (laughs) Resilient, even. I I tried. I, I was like... It took everything I had in me to not go back to that lady's house. It right? took, it was so hard for me to not bring out Petty Amy because Petty Amy was trying to cut, it was just like, she coming, she's coming. Right? Gonna like exercise the demons there. You're like, shit, I'm losing the battle. Grab the Bible. My husband was like, Where's the holy don't water? Do it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not that serious. And I'm like, man, fuck her. Right. Uh, so, on the topic of bullshit people, though, okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's just keep um, this going i'm loving this energy bullshit people yes <laughs> okay um so we're both a little spiritual right right <laughs> definitely okay. all right so lexi has hold on they're right here hold on i'm just gonna expose myself i got a box of rocks <laughs> <laughs> I charge them. They're just for the rocks. Full moon. Not 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 crack put, rocks. <laughs> they are not crack rocks. I have no interest. Sorry. <laughs> not my part time. That's not my favorite pastime. <laughs> no, okay. So I, I put waters out the night before the full moon. Alright. I do not smudge my home. I feel like clanging pots and pans and telling bad energy to fuck off is just as it, it works. Okay? It works. What I'm getting at here is I believe in the metaphysical. All right? All right. For so, sure. I'm in this, I'm in a couple of groups for like-minded conversations of such. And <laughs> um, I was reaching out to talk about certain gemstones that I really like. Okay? So, like, uh, uh, a lot of different quartz crystals, amethyst, things of that of that subject matter, right? And this guy adds me on Facebook and sends me a message and is like, oh man, I really liked your post. You know, it was really cool. And I'm like, okay, cool. Great. Okay. Not even 24 hours later, this guy tries to call me, proceeds to message me, oh my gosh, like over 50 times. No. 
Dude, I didn't even get to fucking say hello, okay? Like, I read his <laughs> initial message. I didn't even respond to it. Why? Not because I'm trying to ignore the person, but because I'm fucking busy. If I'm Yo, not momming, I've got 80 different projects I'm running. You know what I mean? <laughs> because of that, I have very little time to really socialize. I save that for, like, after my kids are unconscious. Usually right. in the late evening slash nighttime. <laughs> Most is when of I... your socializing <laughs> is with me. Yeah. <laughs> true. <laughs> you right. <laughs> so, fucking, this dude tries to call me while I'm making dinner. You know, I've got... Like, I like to listen to music while I'm cooking. And so, like, it interrupts my playlist. And I'm like, who the fuck is calling me right now? Rude. I'm like, one of my friends must have... Well, I'm like, one of my friends must have their phone shut off. This could be an emergency. You know, like, that's my first thought. It's this guy. And this guy wants to know what I sound like because I could be the one. And he's clairvoyant. And he's been having this recurring dream where... The love of his life is um, apparently going to talk to him on Facebook Messenger. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I I reject that call, okay? And I get this whole (laughs) slew of messages. All right, bet. That's not very fair. I thought we were vibing. And I'm like... What are we vibing? I didn't even respond to you yet. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I haven't even said I. <laughs> so then he goes, all right, well, just call me when you're not busy. But when you do, I want you to say hi and then say your name. But not just your name, your maiden name, your full name. And say it just like this, because then I'll know for sure if you're the one. No. First off, I popped on, got screenshots, popped back off. I didn't even do anything there. I was just like, I gotta talk to my best friend about this. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And then he tries to call me again. After I don't respond, I have yet to say hello. And this dude is a whole fucking conversation with himself. I'm just a fucking spectator. (laughs) (laughs) This is just in my inbox. (laughs) I'm like, all right, this is way too much for a guy I just accepted a friend request less than 24 hours ago. I'm out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, yeah. um. He trying to fucking wear your face. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're two true crime fans for this. Like, I, I immediately was like, well, that's a whole lot of red flags in one person. <laughs> yep. That is a Whoa. lot of no. <laughs> Buddy nobody, added me over knows. rocks. Like I didn't I didn't say I was available. I didn't broadcast like, "Hey, this is my dating profile." No. I said, "I like quartz." And he goes, "You're the one." <laughs> I just knew it. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> I literally spent 2 days in a little like like my anxiety was elevated. I was afraid this guy was gonna show up in my hometown. He was giving me that kind of vibe. We were not clicking. <laughs> Bullshit people. He goes, I'm clairvoyant. I said, Well then you should see that this ain't going the way you want it to. <laughs> you should already know how this is gonna play out, right? <laughs> oh. 
I've never blocked somebody so fast in my social media <laughs> life, Amy. I didn't I know those kind of people still existed. And I blocked. <laughs> I'm cool to be your friend if you want to talk about rocks, not crack rocks. Just putting that out there. I'm okay <laughs> with being rocks. friends. I'm okay with being friends. I don't need a stalker. I'm good. No, thank you. I carry <laughs> no. mace Mm-mm. and brass knuckles and a knife. Don't try me. <laughs> I see oh that coming from a mile away. <laughs> that was a weird run-in, let me just say. Made well, me we could have a whole other podcast of all of our shitty dates and weird encounters. <laughs> oh, man. There's a whole idea. <laughs> Mind I was my like, own oh, man. Business. We're approaching a full moon. Let's talk about it. And this guy's like, yeah, <laughs> let's talk about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Ah. What the fuck, Amy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <sighs> All right. Stuff. Time for In the News. I'm not a writer. Okay. We interrupt your regularly scheduled tea to bring you only the finest dumpster fire news. Da 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 da. News break. Hell yeah. What's your article? <laughs> My article comes from RockdaleNewtonCitizen.com. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, Wowzers. It's Duluth. Duluth. Like the trading company? I think that's all no, I know about like Duluth. the town. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's where it's based off of. Okay. Well, duh. Duluth teen allegedly stole nearly $1 million from the Kroger that he worked at. How? How? <laughs> well, we're getting there. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> a Duluth teen was recently arrested for allegedly scamming a Kroger store he worked for out of nearly $1 million and using the money to buy cars and weapons. Among other things. I feel like he should be the third wheel in the Boats and Hose music video. (laughs) (laughs) Trey Brown, 19, is accused of stealing more than $980,000 from the Kroger. Wait a second. In Duluth. You just said 19. 19. Okay. I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> that was crazy. A whole wheel of cheese, you say? <laughs> A whole wheel of cheese. <laughs> you know, A whole like, nine hundred thousand dollars. Nine hundred and eighty. More than nine hundred and eighty. That's insane. Thousand. All right. Trey Brown, 19, is accused of stealing more than $980,000 from the Kroger on Steve Reynolds Boulevard in unincorporated Duluth by creating more than 40 fraudulent returns for non-existent items over two weeks. 
two, count them, two, we two marshmallows. That's insane. Like, how would you not know you were hit for half a mil the first week? I'm sorry, what? We the do deposits every rate. day. <laughs> <laughs> the returns ranged from $75 to more than $87,000. That how would have been a huge-ass red flag. Like... I would Kroger expect is the not CEO a Walmart. to show up. <laughs> Kroger is not a Walmart. So it's not like there's $87,000 worth of stuff that you can return at one time. Who's going to spend $87,000 at one time for you to be Ever. able to just return $87,000 worth of groceries? Even if, even if there was such a charge... They wouldn't allow a return like that. They would do it in fucking, like, <laughs> stages or something. You know what I mean? Right. They, like, how they do with, like, big lottery winnings. You get it in, like, chunks. You don't get this giant <laughs> lot sum. If you do, right. you take a lot out, you know? it's th- Yeah, like, half of it is taxes. If you get the giant sum. If you break it up, then you get more back. <clears throat> Corporate employees from Kroger noticed the fraudulent transactions and contacted the police department. Somebody finally noticed something, I guess. Maybe it was the $87,000. That's weird, isn't it? (laughs) That's unusual. (laughs) Sips coffee. (laughs) Should we we call the cops? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Um, Investigators learned that Brown... Purchased clothes, guns, shoes, and two cars with the money. (laughs) Prior to being arrested, Brown wrecked and totaled one of those vehicles. Oh, he was living life in the fast lane for fucking sure. Yes. I mean, Uh, I guess you gotta go big if you already commit to the GTA life, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Gwinnett County jail records show Brown was arrested, booked, and later released from jail on January 14th. Flynn said... after my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Flynn said a large amount of the money was returned to Kroger after Brown's arrest. The teen has been charged with theft by taking. Is that like an official... Theft by taking? Theft by taking. I took this. I took this. (laughs) It's mine look now. At me. Look at me. This is mine now. <laughs> Eighty-seven thousand dollars, you say? <laughs> Where? Oh <my> God. <laughs> That's him, and he's like, "Who would do such a thing?" Where? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any money. Hides giant Flava Flav clock necklace. <laughs> Sorry, that's I what, what I would have done. What kind of cars he ended up buying? Well, obviously nice ones. I want to know who sold these cars to him. They're like outright with cash. Not a drug deal for sure. This is this is not inconspicuous at all. <laughs> don't be suspicious. 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 
He walked down the lot singing that song. He's like, it's cool, man. You hear the song? <laughs> nah, don't even worry about it. <laughs> don't even sweat it. I got all the money you need. <laughs> He's got the, like, Where'd head shake thing going on. And... <laughs> I'm really good at and the, the dealer sh- the dealer's like, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, the dealer that's trying to sell him the car is doing it, too. He's like, yeah, let's buy this car. <laughs> Slaps shakily. <laughs> You can fit so many felonies in this bad boy. <laughs> oh my oh gosh. gosh. <laughs> All right, so that's my news article. You know, I thought I was going to have you stumped this time. I'm loving it. Our 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 articles are both spicy fucking dumpster fires for sure. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. My article comes from the New York Post, and it is titled, Florida Man Who Was Naked Stole and Crashed a Police Car. Oh, wait. (laughs) Florida Man. (laughs) It's a Florida man. Gotta love these Florida guy stories. They just, they never run out, you know? Florida Uh, is a whole nother planet. (laughs) It really is at this point. This is as loosely affiliated as possible because it happened at a gas station. (laughs) (laughs) All right. A naked Florida man stole what news footage showed to be a marked police vehicle and crashed it in a wooded area, officials say. Of course he was naked. (laughs) He didn't have the ranch. That's the only missing element here. What the fuck? (laughs) Where's your hidden valley? Just kidding. I don't want to know. Apparently, it's in a wooded area. (laughs) All right. Joshua Shanker, 22, was arrested after Thursday's crash on charges including theft of a motor vehicle, aggravated battery on a law enforcement officer, depriving an officer of means of communication or protection, and resisting an officer without violence, according to a Jacksonville Sheriff's Office report. Officers first responded to reports of a naked man running alongside Interstate 10 (laughs) in western Jacksonville shortly before noon on Thursday. Schenker was lying in the roadway when an officer had stopped on the opposite side of the route. There was an, uh... Is that guy naked? (laughs) (laughs) Let Um, me see. According to the report, Shanker then ran across the highway lanes toward the officer, officials said. Uh, The redacted report did not say how Shanker stole the vehicle. Authorities confirmed only that a vehicle belonging to the city of Jacksonville was stolen. First coach news footage on the... uh, Sorry. First coach news footage of the scene showed the crashed vehicle to be a marked patrol car. According to the police, about $10,000 worth of damage was done to the vehicle. Um, officers noted that Shanker had road rash after the crash and he was taken to a hospital to be checked out, authorities said. Shanker's being held on a $4,000 bail and jail records did not list an, ator- a, uh, an attorney for him. <laughs> I'm going like, to steal this cop car. I'm going to take off all my clothes. <laughs> like... <laughs> Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. (laughs) No, wait, that was the wrong song. I think it was Nelly. 
so hot in. <laughs> I mean, it hot is hot in here. Florida. <laughs> it's very humid, too. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but I don't think taking off your clothes is going to help that situation. No, definitely not. <laughs> Florida said, so anyway, here's Waterwall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Good stuff. Gotta love it. Naked and apparently not very afraid. <laughs> Man, I don't even need to have a lack of clothes. I'm I'm too afraid to steal a car at a base level. I'm clearly not cut out for the Florida guy lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> my husband's work van is like I mean he he loves it but there's also a lot of things that need worked on it and we have full coverage and we don't even worry about if somebody were to steal it we, we kind of like want somebody to <laughs> right right or when you like, have full coverage it, and you're like get, you have one of those people that are riding your ass and you're like are we playing this game right now who's got the better insurance <laughs> I promise you're gonna pay for this <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh Gotta... so then it's time for us to do our first show shop amy you ready new segment yay Woo! <laughs> show shop drop tap this is where we talk about shows we like a lot this is where we talk about shows we like a lot <laughs> yeah this is where we talk about the shows that we are currently streaming and if you'd like to check them out and watch along please do <laughs> warning spoilers ahead Oh my gosh, I'm ready. <laughs> so, today we are talking about Superstore and just the first Woo! three episodes of season one. But, uh, if you guys watched along, <laughs> a lot happens in those three episodes. Let's review. <laughs> it's only a half an hour episode, but they fit so much into it, you know? Like, it's a half hour show. It's crazy how really much they do. put they in fit... each episode. Yeah. And just to go on the record here, I've been trying to get Lexi to watch this show for at least a year now. It's true. <laughs> it, I suck. It no. took <laughs> me making a segment suggestion to get her to watch the show. And she literally texted me. She's like, all right, I'm five minutes into the first episode and I'm already hooked. And I'm like, <laughs> I told you, bitch. <laughs> I, I told you. <laughs> I told I you. <laughs> I know. You're right. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so <laughs> episode one, the pilot episode. You ready? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So the reason I texted Amy, um, they had like a little employee meeting, right? Because they had two new hires. And so they're all like, let's introduce everybody. So right off the bat, there's like this tension between Dina, who's the hiring manager, and Glenn, who is the general manager, right? And so like there's always about, tension between them. <laughs> well, I don't know very much about it yet, but I do know that literally the first thing that happens, they're in the store meeting and Glenn's like upset because somebody reported that he was reading scripture from the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, damn right I did. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, I'll pray for you, Dina. She goes, I'm already praying for you. He goes, I'm praying for you right now. And she goes, I'm praying for you right now. And he goes, I'm praying harder than you. I know that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. So, of course, I had to pause it and tell Amy that I fucking love it. This is already great. <laughs> Why? Because I love 
when they first start the episode and it's Amy talking to Bo and uh, about the engagement rings that are, you know, oh, man. eight to ten dollars. And she goes, This one is actually a cubic zirconian knockoff called Plasticlear. Plasticlear. <laughs> and he, and, he, and he's <laughs> like, Where's the eight dollar rings? And she goes, Unfortunately, we ran out of those. And he goes, I see how it is. You you lure the people in with cheap rings and then they have to buy the more expensive ones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not knocking on people not spending thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars on engagement rings. I just thought that it was hilarious. (laughs) He's like, where's the $8 rings? I totally agree there. I don't even need an engagement ring. You know what I mean? Like, it's more about the idea behind it, but... This guy has that vibe, man. He's going to do He's everything so the cheapest way funny. possible. And Amy's like, well, congratulations to you, and I hope that you don't procreate. Come to find out that he already his is. girlfriend is like her best friend at work, you know, like her best work friend. And she goes, wait, no, you can't marry <laughs> When she tries to give her advice and the fucking laxative lady follows her. Yeah. She's like, she goes, you know the difference between a stool softener and a laxative? <laughs> and she I gives don't this want advice. it soft. I just want it out of me. She's trying to talk this woman out of an engagement. Okay. <laughs> then she goes, you're right. I'll sleep on it. <laughs> The price override. Oh my gosh. As somebody <laughs> so. that used to work at Walmart and was actually in like charge of actually using one of those Talzon guns, I can say that that has happened. <laughs> oh, I believe it. For sure. That was funny as hell. He's, He's like, hey, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And that whole thing, they all like start, these customers start rushing the electronics because they figured out everything's marked for 25 cents <laughs> instead of 25% down. And right. so <laughs> fucking Dina just randomly appears at the front of the store with a fucking shotgun <laughs> and shoots the roof, the roof of the store <laughs> to say, yes, sales over. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yikes, bro. I love Dina so much. Dina scares so- me. <laughs> She is so fucking, like, out there. I just love her so much. (laughs) When she's interviewing Jonah, and she's like, and do you have a girlfriend? And he's like, was that on there? And she was like, oh, it's up here in the corner where it says, is there anything else you want us to know? So, a lot of people like to... (laughs) She goes, and you're heterosexual, right? And he goes, are you allowed to ask that? She goes, no. No. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, the first episode ending with that bang at the end. The flash mob. So I love a good flash mob. We all know. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, Bo, as you mentioned earlier, after getting this $10 engagement ring, he climbs up on a register with a gun and he says, this is a robbery. Everybody get down. <laughs> and then Unless it goes. Cheyenne. 
<laughs> yeah, unless Cheyenne says yes. So they somehow segue into flash mob choreographed with a really awful rap. It's, it's awful. It's Bo's rap. He's a, he's a <laughs> lyrical, spiritual, miracle individual. Okay? That's what <laughs> wait, he wait, is. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> he goes... Fucking, he's talking about if she'll, uh, if she'll marry him, and he goes, honestly, you've been pretty lame about it all day. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> he, he's like, will you marry me, or are you gonna be an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, but the, 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 all the stars at the end, that was super cute. It was, the yeah, glow-in-the-dark like... stars. <laughs> it made me think yeah. of Mr. Megorium. I love Do you Mr. remember that Megorium. movie? Of course. Because the kid was at the hospital with them, and he's like, what are you doing up there? And the kid's like, he just needed space. And then they turn off the light, and there's all the stars all over the place. I love that. That's so cute. Yeah. But yeah, that was a, a wild ride for episode one, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so episode so, two, the magazine profile. Yeah. <laughs> um... Oh. First of all, I love in the very beginning when they're having the staff meeting and Glenn says that they're having the magazine cub, right? And so he goes, Sal, I'm going to need you to bring the creepiness down to about a two, okay? <laughs> and he just creepily, <laughs> I can't make that Eating face his right. grapes. <laughs> oh my gosh. He reminded me of Mr. Finch in Harry Potter. For sure. <laughs> For sure. So, yeah, the, that episode. He, he talked to, uh, what's his name? Garrett? Garrett, yeah. Garrett, yeah. Garrett. He's like, Garrett, I need you to not g do any of the nicknames today. <laughs> or just go ahead and do them all right now. <laughs> I loved it. He, he said transglinder. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, oh, that's a new one. <laughs> it's so good. But then he goes, at the end of the fucking um, the staff meeting over this magazine, he goes, do it for the old G-spot. <laughs> he goes, see, you're not the only one who's good at nicknames. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So the reporter shows up, right? Right. I love how he introduces himself. Like, he tanked the whole thing, but he goes, Hello, welcome to meeting me. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> right? He's like, you're in blessed company, clearly. <laughs> I read scripture to my staff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And his fucking names, Frample and Shart. <laughs> <laughs> yes, instead of free sample, it's a Frample. <laughs> <laughs> and a shopping cart is a Shart. <laughs> Someone should really inform Glenn that that nickname's been used for something else. It's already taken. Somebody's got it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Garrett's just avoiding the photographer the entire time oh God, because he's in a wheelchair. Like... He's like, no, <laughs> he says, literally they love every time. people. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> what is his name? Garrett's Jonah. my he favorite. Goes, Garrett's definitely my favorite too. Because <laughs> he goes, um, he's 
uh, Jonah's like, well, that's a little egotistical of you. And he goes, no, they literally always put handicapped people as their cover. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Fucking um, Dina's emergency meeting for the sexual assault victim speech. (laughs) That she calls the journalist a rapist. <laughs> and fucking Bo's jingle uh-huh. <laughs> the whole time. He's like Cloud Nine, also racism and global issues and politics. <laughs> <laughs> like Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, every time you talk to somebody, that's how they ended what they were saying? <laughs> it's like a walkie-talkie where you go, over. <laughs> <laughs> I might start doing that. <laughs> use your honey, use your husband as the guinea pig. Let me know how that goes. He'll be like, did you just, he'll be like, just what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Fucking when they try to give the reporter their or the yeah, the reporter their uh their jingle. <laughs> He's like, We don't want your millions of dollars. She's like <laughs> it's a ten dollar gift card. <laughs> he goes, Don't try to suck us back in. <laughs> <laughs> And then he rips up the fucking paper she's got, and she's like, that's not a contract. That was the directions to my hotel. And he goes, whatever, Illuminati. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, wow. (laughs) But, you know, we've all worked with people that, that fit almost every one of these dynamics i love it that's why i love this show so much because it is so outrageous but it these are things that do fucking happen All when you work in retail yep <laughs> you come into these sorts of things <laughs> my favorite part i think of the whole episode is the very end when glenn gets mike wazowski because they finally got the picture of Garrett <laughs> for the magazine. <laughs> He's like, I'm on the cover. <laughs> he totally got Mike Wazowski, dude. <laughs> he did. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And he was happy. <laughs> Just like Mike Wazowski. We've been watching a bunch of Disney movies lately, so that one's kind of fresh. Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. So help me. <laughs> so help me. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Look, when we segue into our musical careers, guys, don't be surprised. We've been practicing and training with all our this evidence. Whole lives. Yep. <laughs> all right. So, all right. episode three. Shots with and the salsa. Fucking salsa. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! It's important. It's important that we acknowledge racial stereotypes. It is. And Amy was trying and everybody else was just making her feel like she was insane. <laughs> Unfortunately in uh these situations, um, they would rather they would rather ignore it according to MC Cool Cloud. Oh my gosh. Can we talk about the Mexico hat? 
Okay, well, we want to talk about the whole fucking spiel. So, Glenn, he's literally profiling people who look like they could be Latino. He's right. like, what and about you, Mateo, you who want to give out the framples? <laughs> he goes, he volunteered. He's like, oh, meet me. And he goes, Mateo goes, actually, I'm Filipino. And then he like, whatever, Mateo, I'm looking for <laughs> other people who are actually Latino. <laughs> Even though that he, even though he was profiling the whole time, he finally talks this girl Carmen into doing it, and she's like, "I don't mind. It's whatever." <laughs> and so, and he calls a sombrero a fucking a fucking Mexico hat. <laughs> God, it's so bad. <laughs> and and here's the thing about Glenn is he's like so sweet, and he's just so like he just doesn't get it. You know, he just he's lives just... in like Glenland and where everything is sunshine yep. and rainbows and everybody's happy. And... Yup. <laughs> he doesn't really realize and nothing how... he says can be actually racist because he didn't mean to be racist. So therefore it can't be racist. <laughs> but yeah, Carmen. <laughs> and she is all heavy with the accent and playing it really 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 putting on this role this star performance for the gringos <laughs> <laughs> and what does she say fucking amy walks up and sees it and she goes she's from kansas city why is she talking like why is she gonzalez? talking like speedy gonzalez <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and then fucking jonah with the pharmacist Oh my gosh, when he's like, he gets roped into giving the flu shots, and he gets that big biker dude, and he's got that tattoo on it, right? And he's like, well, that's a nice unicorn. <laughs> and he says, it's he's... a horse with a nail through its head. <laughs> he goes, oh, it's a little less magical now. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he doesn't know how to freaking give the shot, so he puts the guy's arm up, and he starts like going like... <laughs> like i'm like what are you doing and what's your what do you got in that fucking flu shot jonah heroin what, what why are you <laughs> he goes oh i saw this once in health class when we had to watch purple haze <laughs> it's not the same thing <laughs> oh my gosh amy confronts the whole uh the whole accent that Carmen's doing because she just can't handle the over-the-top racial stereotyping she's witnessing for right. for people's entertainment, right? She's like, this is bullshit and I'm not okay with it. <laughs> and to be fair, it happens a lot. And of course you wouldn't be okay with it. Like, <laughs> her feelings were so valid. So, like, I'm feeling for her yes. the whole time. But right. then... <laughs> She fucking uh, gets into this little, like, standoff with her and ends up, like, spilling a bunch of salsa <laughs> and causing Carmen to, like, break or sprain break her an ankle. ankle. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> and she's like, well, shit. <laughs> and then, so while Jonah's trying to give out flu shots, this little old lady is like, well, I've been standing for too long. And he goes, oh, I'll help you, little old lady. And this fucking dude goes, um... He goes, well, what about me? And she goes, she goes, maybe you should find one of your kind to help you. That's what we did. And so now Jonah's just like, yikes, I did not mean to help uh, yeah, you because you're like, racist. Ah. <laughs> He's like, Ugh. so like, 
<laughs> right after that, Amy starts making fun of Mateo's Mexican impression <laughs> by mocking Asian people. Right. And thus this gigantic fucking staff meeting over race happens. <laughs> right. And freaking freaking Garrett, he goes, Thanks a lot, guys. When I woke up today, I was really hoping to learn about racism from a white lady. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of the fucking video, she's like, Isn't that right, MC Cool Cloud? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh but the one thing that like the twist at the end of the episode it wasn't when amy had to do it okay it wasn't when she had to do the sombrero and her and mateo were brother and sister from some random village in mexico no no it was the fucking tartar guy the fucking tartar guy (laughs) he's like yeah lionel richie Tartar. And <laughs> Glenn's like, oh my god. Like, no. <laughs> the fucking guy with the so fucking toothbrushes. He spends this like seemingly whole fucking work day looking for the right toothbrush for Tartar only at the end of the episode to come out and his kids were in the car the whole time. <laughs> right? Oh my with god. The down. With and the windows, windows were down. down. <laughs> I'm sorry, but in in the world we live in, where people are kidnapping babies, don't leave your babies outside. Didn't think we'd have to say that. Don't leave your kids in the car to go grocery shopping. Like, here's the thing: I'm not gonna sit here and say that I haven't left my kids in the car for me to go inside and pay for gas to come back out. You know, but the car is running and locked. Yep, that right there. Don't leave your kids in the car to go grocery shopping. For a fucking tartar toothbrush. (laughs) (laughs) For a fucking tartar toothbrush. (laughs) Motherfucker. (laughs) That's the first three episodes. So, does that mean it's that time, Amy? It's tea time, Lexi. Clink. Clink. Real quick, we didn't talk about it last week. Our tea time comes with a theme this week, you guys. Oh, yes, yes. We're going to start doing themes with our tea. So this week we are talking about... Fast food places. Yes. <laughs> so, what is your first story, Lexi? My first story is titled, Apparently, We Owed Kevin a Family Burger Box. Oh. Did we, Kevin? Did we? <laughs> so, I work at a KFC in a pretty junky area. KFCs don't sell burgers. Well, you know. <laughs> we'll get there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's not totally crazy to have experiences like this, but it was pretty crazy to me. So here we go. A guy comes into the store, and there are about five other people inside already. But this guy looks like he's tripping on every drug out there and drunk beyond comprehension. (laughs) Oh, tripping and drunk. You know, I don't think... By viewing someone, I could tell that. I would just say, you're clearly on something. <laughs> you fucked I up. couldn't say you're on everything, plus alcohol. <laughs> you got way better observation skills than I got, buddy. <laughs> he wanders around the store a bit, squirts the hand sanitizer onto the floor until he's the only person in the store. What? Why? <laughs> he's just bored. <laughs> <laughs> 
Then he comes up to the counter and my friend serves him. My friend says, hey, what can I get for you? Kevin says, hi, I came before and you guys forgot my uh, $5 order. The friend says, did you have a receipt for that one? Kevin says, no. So my friend says, okay, well, how long ago did you come in? He says, just a couple hours ago. And he goes, well, what did you order? The guy proceeds to point to a family meal that is around $40. So my <laughs> friend a $5 let... box. <laughs> yep. So my friend then let him know the price of that meal, and the guy just goes, oh, sorry, and proceeds to point at the next family meal, which is $30. Which is still not 5 <laughs> So my friend just grabs the manager to deal with it, because this guy is quite obviously full of shit. Manager comes out and asks the guy what the problem is. Same spiel. The manager informs the guy that without a proof of purchase, we can't just give you a free meal. Sorry. Considering we hadn't... Right? What? (laughs) (laughs) Name one time. (laughs) (laughs) Like... (laughs) 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 Considering we hadn't served that specific meal at all in the last few hours, the manager informs that guy that we haven't had that meal for a few hours, and the guy just starts getting super aggro. The manager and the guy proceed to argue for a good 30 minutes, long enough for more customers to come in. And this one guy, who comes in all the time, bless his soul, comes up and gives the guy his change to buy himself a burger, and was like, I come in here all the time, and there's nothing wrong with my food. Here's some cash to buy yourself a burger. But this guy was not having it and is still arguing with the manager to give him the family meal for free. This guy then whips out his wallet and says, okay, you want to play games? Let's play blackjack. And just pulls out some dice and starts rolling them on the the counter. (laughs) (laughs) He just kept saying that to the manager and kept rolling the dice. And all the customers are laughing and filming this. And all the other employees had to go into the drive-thru and were laughing our asses off and hiding from this guy. The other manager on duty ended up having to call the cops. They came in and (laughs) escorted the guy out. Not the craziest experience I've ever had, but it's definitely a memory that still lives in my head (laughs) rent-free. He goes, oh, you want to play that game? Let's play that game. (laughs) I rolled a six, bitch. Okay. (laughs) That doesn't look like a free meal to me, so. (laughs) Ooh, needed snake eyes. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) All right, Amy, what's your first story? The Miserable Motorcycle Man. That's a lot of M's. Love the alliteration. (laughs) A little backstory I work. At a fast food place that at the time of the story only did drive through due to COVID in the area. I've since been promoted and am now a manager, but at the time of the story, I was just a crew member. I'm pretty much what you would expect for a typical teenage girl. So on this particular day, we were very busy. I was taking orders and handing out food when a man stormed up to my sliding drive through window. This is not usually allowed because of the danger of getting hit by a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say, what can I do for you? 
Motorcycle Man, MM for short. Why are your doors locked? I need to get inside for food because I have a bike. I'm a little confused, but still try to help him. You can use a bike through a drive-thru. Yep. Just saying. <laughs> Bikes sure can. aren't too light. They they do still work. <laughs> Bicycles, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> anyway. I say, oh, sorry about that. Our lobby is closed right now due to COVID, but I would be happy to take your order in the drive-thru. And MM says, okay, can I have a menu then? I'm more confused until I realize he wants to order right here and now. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) I say, actually, I'm going to have to have you go around. There are people behind you that have already ordered and are waiting for their food. (laughs) You don't get a dip? Cut. (laughs) He gives me an exasperated sigh and looks even more annoyed with me. He says, you can't just take it now? I said, no, I'm sorry. You have to go around. At this point, my coworkers and manager have noticed him. Usually we make exceptions for people if they have large trucks or trailers that can't fit in our drive through but this guy was just being a total dick about it, and there was nothing that is stopping him from ordering normally. Yep. <laughs> Still grumbling, he walked over to where he parked his bike and took off around the building. I continue with handing out people's food, and a few minutes later, the dude is back at my window. He didn't order anything over the speaker just drove behind the line back to where he was originally. Seriously? (laughs) He says, now can I get a menu? I said, we don't have handheld menus. You just drove past the menu where the speaker is. (laughs) Wowzers. (laughs) I I say, but it's all right. What can I get you? (laughs) And he goes, well, I don't know since I don't have a menu. Do you have burgers? Keep in mind, this is a very popular fast food chain known for fresh meat and a sassy Twitter. (laughs) Probably has some Baconators, too. (laughs) There are pictures of burgers on every window and sign we have. (laughs) And I said, yes, would you like the smaller two ounce or the larger four ounce? He says, the bigger one. Do I look like a kid? Oh, man. I said, would you like the meal or just the burger? The meal, obviously. What am I going to do with just a burger? The same, the way that he was speaking to me is the same way you would speak to a child or someone who is a bit slow. It's very condescending and it's pissing me off. Yep. So I say, what do you want to drink with that? And he goes, does it look like I want a drink? What would I put it in? I'm on a motorcycle. I have a place you can put it. Up up your your ass. ass. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, buddy. (laughs) And I say, okay, anything else for you then? (laughs) You know what he said? A bottle of water. Is that not a drink? No. No, you eat it. Plastic and all. Especially if you're him. (laughs) So 
So I ring him up and start working on bagging. When he gets his food, he opens it up still in the window. And he says, why does it have all this shit on it? The, I say, the single comes with all of that unless you ask otherwise. I wanted it plain. You didn't say that to me, fuckhead. <laughs> I am mentally exhausted by it at this point. My coworkers are laughing at the ridiculousness of this man. We make him a plain new burger and give it to him. He takes it and inspects it. And he says, if this has anything on it, I'm coming straight back. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I say, okay, have a good night. And that was the end of it. Or so I thought. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ten minutes later, after my coworkers and I have expressed how fucking crazy that dude was and how he always end up with the crazies. Oh, how we always end up with the crazies. I see him through the window. Not the drive through window, but the window of the lobby. Oh He's boy. walking around to the front entrance with something in his hands. I call for my manager because I cannot put up with this fucker anymore. <laughs> yep, nope. We all got a limit. <laughs> I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> Fuck, right? <laughs> manager, manager. You get paid for this bullshit. You do it. <laughs> we watch him walk up to the door, unaware that we can see him, and then he walks back to his crusty old bike. My manager and I are confused, so she heads outside with me following him closely, and then we see it. This miserable fuck left his sandwich foil, the crust of his sandwich, and his crinkled up water bottle on the ground, right in front of our door, right next to the trash can. Oh, gross. I've had my fair share of shitty customers, but this guy takes the cake. <laughs> right? Like, yes. Why? <laughs> I mean, what are you gaining from being that ridiculously petty? Nothing. Like it's one be thing to be petty life. on shitty people, but it's another thing to be petty on good people, people who helped you. Like, what the fuck? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. All right, Lexi, what is your second story? All right. <laughs> I hope you're ready for this one. My second story is titled, Many Moons Ago, I Quit a Roast Beef Spot. You know the one. <laughs> the, you know. It's almost like the (laughs) 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 So, back when I was 15, I worked for a certain roast beef fast food spot. (laughs) (laughs) It was located in a dying mall in a small working class town. We never got too much business except when we had certain promos going. Like, five roast beef sandwiches for $5. That one promotion is worth a story in itself. Uh, People would hoard all the coupons they could get, assuming from, like, neighbors or family or something, uh, and try to redeem them all in one order. The system won't allow it, (laughs) and yes, people would get the five and go to the end of the line, uh, and sometimes go out of the store and back out into the mall and do this over and over again until they had their 50 fucking sandwiches. Why? Who needs that (laughs) many roast beef sandwiches? 
<laughs> and if you're wondering, yes, they did eat them while waiting in line over and over. Look, look, okay, look. this is America. This is where we have things like the five for five and TV shows like my 600 pound life. Okay. <laughs> One is definitely enabling the other and we know what it is. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I was 15, a total pushover considering all of my coworkers were adults, and this was my first job. I just blindly allowed the adult staff to boss me around. Same. I was an assistant right. manager, but because I was 18, I was definitely a fucking pushover. <laughs> I'd let my my regular base level employees say a lot of rude ass shit to me that should not have been said. So, no. Relatable. My boss was also a racist. This is fun. We're oh, having fun here. Fun. Yikes. This is a great time. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Roast beef <laughs> spot on fire. <laughs> uh, uh, they would scream about the curly fries winding up in the regular fry bin and would literally yell, segregate the fries, no curly with the regulars. Wow. What? Wow. <laughs> yeah. And no, he wasn't joking. He would even exclaim segregation forever. Yikes. This is giving me oh. clan vibes. I'm getting very yeah, no uncomfortable. Bueno. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Oh, and I should add that this was a very white and southern area, so racism was constant and outwardly spoken. It was basically a given if you're white, you're racist, so it was grossly casual. Oh. Yeah. Mm. This man was basically a tyrant towards me and a few other staff, always people of color. Disclaimer, I am white, and so I guess my youth singled me out. And he had his favorites... A.K.A. basically the Karens that work at a fast food place and kissed ass. Uh, one particular Karen was cheating on her husband with a long-haul trucker. The truck stop was very close to the mall, so when he came through, they would see each other. None of my business until one day. Until one day. Until one day. Um, We were having the 5 for 5 deal, and Karen's boyfriend stopped by. One, I was scheduled for my break, but she convinced the manager to take my slot. What? <laughs> Two, what? the line, as I mentioned, was long and already into the mall area. And three, after her hours... Sorry, let me try that again. <laughs> and three, after her hour was up, she just sat there with him smoking, showing my age. Yes, you could still smoke in food establishments in the mall then. And making gross love <laughs> eyes at each other. Now, don't get me wrong. Mm. I have respect for truckers, and I can understand they are gone for very long periods of time. But she was taking her sweet-ass time and chain-smoking while holding his hand. And openly cheating on her husband. Not Four. even trying to hide it. Right? Yes, I know. It's a terrible addiction. But I was a smoker then, too. And it just added to everything building up. Watching them smoke made my anger more intense. <laughs> She's like, that's supposed to be my cigarette. You dick. <laughs> anyway, I was getting grumpy. I'm hungry. And by law, due to my age and shift hours, I should have already had my break by now. 
We are slammed. I'm doing my best, but the manager is screaming about segregating the fries, and I was slowly losing it. Finally, he aimed his wrath towards me. But this was the day I broke. I love a good snap story. (laughs) (laughs) So he was yelling that I was taking way too long between orders. For the record, back then, cashiers toasted the buns. Not sure if that's the case these days, but, um, ew, handling money and then putting buns through a toaster. Yuck. I was in the process Mm. of filling two sodas at once while he was berating me. Yes, a co-worker, or sorry, yes, the co-worker was still on her adultery break, and I snapped. (laughs) (laughs) Adultery break. (laughs) (laughs) Two large cups of soda filled to the rim, and I was so angry that I started squeezing the cups. They were now crushed and sodas pouring all over my hands and everywhere. I didn't release the lever to make it stop. I spun around and threw not one, but both sodas at my boss. (laughs) And, this part is still funny to me to this day, then tossed all the curly fries coming out of the fryer into the regular fryer container. (laughs) Oh no, we can't have that. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Segregate what fries, ho? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, Then I attempted to rip my apron off. Teens got drama, you know. But it was pinned through my work (laughs) shirt, so I gave up and just yelled, I quit. (laughs) I clocked out as I passed the dining area with my sad apron hanging off of my work shirt. I walked right up to Karen Still, you guessed it, on break, (laughs) which was around two hours at this point, and her man, and simply said, she's married, has five kids, and she's taken her ring off for when you visit. Ask her. Ask her to empty your pockets. (laughs) Oh. Oh. (laughs) Snapped, huh? (laughs) Pouring the tea. (laughs) What's that I see over there, Lexi? (laughs) You see a whole mess is what you see. Mm. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, He was shocked and learned that day. I feel bad for him, and I feel badly for her husband, but don't cross a teenager filled with angst and covered in sticky soda, fried grease, and beef drippings. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Since I'm here, I'll add a bonus. Um, It's an extra story for, she says, dessert. (laughs) Uh, One of my earlier days uh, there, I was tasked to get something from the bottom shelf of the walk-in freezer. Whoever stocked previously did a poor job, and a massive box of curly fries were on the top shelf, teetering. All 100 pounds of me was wiggling to get the item. Can't remember what it was, just that it was crazy heavy from the bottom shelf. Pulling, testing, lots of grunting, you name it. Next thing I know is I'm being woken up in the walk-in. The the fries fell from the top shelf, that massively huge box, and knocked me unconscious. They assumed I was young and just up and quit. They clocked me out and continued with the shift, but still needed whatever it was that I was supposed to fetch from the freezer. Once they discovered me, they sent me home, even paid for a taxi for me uh, for a few days. Well, I would hope so. And unbelievably, they paid me for my days off. I did not have vacation days, just sick days, and you don't get paid for those. In retrospect, 
Uh, I suspect that they were being nice in order to avoid a lawsuit. Anyway, not sure how many of you have been KO'd by frozen curly fries, but it's not fun. (laughs) I have not. Have you? No. I have had, um, you know those, like, epic fail videos on the internet where it'll show, like, a warehouse and, like, somebody bumps the shelf way too hard and then and everything every fucking thing down. i'm talking <laughs> the cups the napkins the sauce packets this is a taco bell i booty bumped <laughs> you know i got back and so um yeah. i backed a little too far into a shelf it was back when we had the the dorito locos <laughs> tacos promos running right so people are ordering uh-huh. these party packs and so i always had to go back there but again People don't know how to stack shit. So they're putting the heavy shit on the top shelves. Granted, the heavy boxes in my case were full things of styrofoam cups. It wasn't that heavy. (laughs) But (laughs) I still managed to like, not only did I drop everything off the shelf, but those are hard shells. They're fragile. So I broke like 400 shells in one swift booty bump. Jesus Christ. I was like, kaplow. (laughs) Take that. She dumps like a truck. All right. <laughs> Pixar was there. They know. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, it was, it was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> I didn't get knocked unconscious though. And in a walk-in, like well, that's, that's scary. Good. That's like hypothermia. Yeah. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's cold in the walk-in even like even just the walk-in is cold. Obviously the freezer is even colder. But the walk-in is cold. Oh my gosh, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> mm. Alright, what is your second story, Amy? My second story. Why would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I just felt like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I work at a sandwich place where the entire process is on display. Oh, hey. I may have been there before. We take your order on one end and cash you out on the other. Hey, this could also be Jimmy John's for the record. (laughs) (laughs) Or Penn Station. Mm. We get your name at order so we can call it out and you can come up and grab your food. It keeps things moving quickly. So yeah, I think that might be a Jimmy John's. Or a Penn Station, yeah. (laughs) They both do that. Well, technically, Jimmy John's, I mean, they do make it in front of you, but it's not, like, all on display for you to see. I don't remember. Like, I don't think I've ever Subway. gone in Subway and ordered Jimmy John's. Literally, like, <laughs> I've ordered Jimmy John's many times. <laughs> I have, too, but they ran it next door. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway. A customer comes in with a buddy and put the order under Dave. Puts his friend on his order as well. Nice guy. The order goes down the line and I call out for Dave. No response. (laughs) I try again. Louder this time. (laughs) No dice. (laughs) (laughs) I ask the order taker if they know where Dave is, but it's lunch rush and they can't take Oh, they can't place a face to the name. All right, no big deal. We are located in a plaza, so it's common for people to order from the order from us and then leave 
to do a bit of quick shopping before coming back and grabbing their food. They usually inform us, but not always. Yep. Five minutes pass and I call for Dave again. No luck. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm starting to wonder if he had to rush off for some reason. Guy already paid for his food, after all. Maybe an emergency? Right. Five minutes later, two guys come up, clearly irritated. The irate customer says, Where's my food? I've seen half a dozen people that were behind me already leave with theirs. I say, my apologies. Can I get the name for your order so I can look you up? And he says, my name is Steve. All right, Steve, let me take a <laughs> let me take care of you real quick. And I go and look, but alas, there is no Steve within the last hour of orders. And I say, I'm sorry about this, sir, but I'm having trouble finding you. What did you order? And Steve says, well, you shouldn't. I ordered just 20 minutes ago. I got order details. And, well, that doesn't sound familiar. I say, oh, wow, my apologies. I've been calling out that order for some time now. For some reason, we have the name under Dave. Really sorry about that. Sometimes we mishear the name as it gets a bit loud back here, but usually at least it's close. (laughs) And Steve says, oh, I gave them a fake name. (laughs) (laughs) Me internally screaming, I say, I see. Sorry about the confusion. (laughs) You know, just just a word of advice. If you're going to use a fake name, you should probably try to remember the fake name. <laughs> just just in case you need it. Right? <laughs> just saying. Oh my gosh, that's, that's funny. the shit. end. I thought that was funny. <laughs> All right. So, if that wraps up this week's tea time, Amy, what are we going to be talking about next week for tea time? So next week's theme for Tea Time is going to be grocery stores. Yeah, it is. So if you guys have worked at a grocery store and you have a story to tell us, you can email them to us at confessionsofretailallthetea at gmail.com. Yeah, you can. (laughs) Or you can hit us up on any of our other social media platforms, if that's easier for you. Yes, we have all the platforms. Get a hold of us. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Send us your story. (laughs) All right, so let's move on to our demographics. Yeah, sing it, girl. (laughs) Get get, get, get it, girl. (laughs) Sorry. So, Lexi, who is number one? In first place this week, we got Manhattan, New York. Yeah. Still holding it down. Hell yeah, they are. Who we got in second this week, Amy? We got Guadalajara in second. Yeah. Hey, shout out, Mexico. (laughs) And then in third, we have Linwood, California. Yeah. Woo. And who we got in fourth? 
And in fourth, we have Dallas, Texas. Hell yeah, we do. (laughs) 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 So, Lexi, you got our sign-off quote? I do. Uh, This quote comes from Timothy Couric. He's an author. You are the main character in the story of your life, but other people are the main characters of their own lives. And sometimes you can find healing just by playing a supporting role in somebody else's experience. Yeah. Yeah. Help people. <laughs> we, we, I feel like as, as a whole collective, we kind of forgot about that part of life. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> Help people. You can still succeed in your life, even if you just happen to take a little bit of time out of your day to make somebody else's day better. Yeah. It'll help you become a better person. I promise. Do something nice for each other. All right. So, till next week. Pinkies out, bitches. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to find our webpage. It's confessionsofretailpodcast.com, and you'll find our blog there. We are also on Facebook. We are at Confessions of Retail, all the tea. We also have a private group fans of confessions of retail all the tea you can find our instagram we are at confessions of retail podcast you can also find us on twitter our handle is at corat pod corat for life yo corat for life yo and we have a tiktok it's at c-o-n-f of retail podcast well that was amy and that was lexi And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.